This is the latest. Good afternoon. This is Lee Student Radio. I'm Tom, and today we are here to talk about strikes. Uh, today is the first of three days of strike action by the UCU, the University and Colleges Union, meaning you, students, are probably listening to this from home. Uh, today I'm going to ask, why are students suffering due to a pension dispute between staff and their employers? Why are students at home again, having just endured 18 months of online learning? Why are we paying to keep the lights on in a university that you don't need to go to again? And uh, why do you staff think that it's okay to damage students' education? But at the same time, I mean, there is a reason for this strike. Why has it come to this? Why do university staff who've got into teaching because they want to improve the lives of students feel so strongly about their working conditions that they have to go on strike? And why have budgets been cut so much and pensions become so poor that they have literally had to walk out of their jobs? Uh, today, we're going to try and unravel all of this. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Izzy Broadhurst, Head of News here at LSR, and a um, student with opinions on the strike. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm also joined by Shola. You're another student here with all equally strong opinions on the strike, I would have said. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm also joined by the treasurer of Leeds, the Leeds branch of the UCU, Alaric Hall. Uh, how are you? Okay, I'm not sure if we've got got anyone there yet, but um, we certainly will. But um, for now, I'm going to pass over to Aisha Burton, who... Uh, you're the Union Affairs and Comms yeah, yes. person for here LUU, the yes. Students' yes. Union here in Leeds, aren't you? Sorry, the Union Affairs and Communications Officer on the Students' Union at Leeds University. Yeah. So, it's a uh, mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're here today because we want to explain a bit about the strike and yeah. what's going on and uh, your views on it because it's caused quite a bit of a stir, hasn't it? Uh, LUU put out a statement and I'm going to read from it now. Yeah. As a student executive team, we have one priority, protecting and supporting the students of Leeds University. It's what we are elected to do. Uh, you said you support the right to strike, but due to COVID disruption and lost teaching through that, uh, you've said, quote, strikes right now will inevitably lead to added stress, lost learning and delayed teaching. Uh, w first of all, how did you come to that statement? So we were aware of the plans to ballot um, from, I believe, mid-October. Um, so from that point, as soon as we found out that there was plans to to consider industrial action, um, we as an exec and at the union then went into speaking to students and asking for student feedback, um, in which we then also consulted with all of our school, our reps, which is includes school reps, um, community reps. Yep. The, mm -hmm. God, there's so many now. <laughs> International but. Advisory Board. Um, we essentially had to come to a decision whilst also informing students of like what the situation is, because it's a very complicated situation, and we felt that the best way that people could make a decision was if it was informed. So there also had to be like education alongside that. Um, we then conferred as well with both UCU and the university on the issue. The university had a tendency to focus on the pension scheme yeah. and UCU gave us a clearer overview of the pay and other disparities. But 
also and also described to us their intention that whilst our university was making significant strides in terms of addressing pay disparities and casualisation, that they wanted to strike to support the national campaign to push UUK, which is Universities yep. UK, which is like the union that represents the universities, um, to push UUK to go back to deliberations around pensions. Yeah. So given that information and the experiences of... Our students over the last year and a half, which is also like the context in which we were elected to our roles, yeah, um, we came to this decision. So, in summary, yeah, it's been quite a hard decision, quite it's a long deliberation difficult. process. Um, yes, because we obviously have full time, so we're full time job. It's a full time job. We're not students yeah. anymore. Um, you can do the role at any point within your student career, but you would take a year out, and it would basically be like yeah. a placement year. Um, so we are also doing, we also have multiple other responsibilities. We have 40-hour week. Yeah. Um, so a lot of our time, as much as we possibly this. could, has gone into deliberation why, around this issue. Why is it that uh, Leeds has come out against strike? Because I know we've had here at LSR News yeah. lots of talk about, from national journalists, saying they want to come to Leeds, they want to talk to us. Because we're Because our union is different. Why have you come out differently? Is there a Leeds-specific issue? Or have you just come to a different decision? In terms of Leeds specifically, um, which we also addressed in our statement, we did feel that the university has addressed things like the pay disparity and um, casualisation. Um, and yeah. that in order to... In order for our unions to strike, they would just be supporting the national campaign, which was also expressed to us by um, Leeds UCU. And yeah. then, but also, we as a union have to make decisions for our university and our union members alone. Um, yeah. I did also confer with all of the other. I meet regularly with the Russell Group student unions called the Aldrich Group, um, and there was conference around this. We have discussed it. We meet every three weeks, and this has been the topic that we've discussed the most. Yeah. Um, and with that, we are significantly bigger than the majority of other universities and student unions. With 38,000 members in our student union, we have to look at the way that we make decisions critically, and it won't be the same as every other union. Yeah. And I think there's been quite a lot of difference in variation across But is there a Leeds-specific reason? Is there a reason why in Leeds... You know, is there one particular difference? I think our university is making, like much better progress in terms of like addressing things like marketization and pay contracts okay whereas other then, universities don't necessarily making those choices okay so you think the situation is actually better in Leeds than in other places yes but the pension scheme is something that's a national, it's a national issue, issue and isn't being yeah. addressed okay. as critically as I want the university to be I'm going to read from your statement again yes go ahead it says we believe that happy supported staff would be better able to teach and support our students yes. if that's true then are they not better to strike for those better working conditions? Yes, in other contexts, but as I already addressed, that in but our COVID hasn't changed that fact, strides. has it? At the end of the day, what do you mean? That I mean, yes, COVID is obviously a huge issue. Yes, but ultimately, it is still true that better supported staff that will true, yeah. provide better education. And, especially given the strains and stresses of COVID, staff are worn out and they are tired and they want better working conditions. So, in a way, what better time to strike than now? Well, the university's plan for, it's called Fairer Futures for All, was actually only established over the last year. So, 
for for Leeds, the situation has actually improved during COVID. But as with all things that the university does, it's going to take them time, and they are moving slower on it than we would like. So we, as the exec, will continue to lobby them to make sure that they are delivering on those promises and that they're doing it quickly and effectively, so that staff are getting as much as they can out. But if you look at the strike, contract. the media attention that has come this way, we are all we wouldn't be having this debate ultimately today if there was yeah. not the strike. So. Is the point of striking not to raise this attention and to accelerate that process even further and get more and more students a better education? Um, to be fair, I can't... Well, yes, I feel like any strike action taken isn't ever done as like unless it's a last resort. Yeah. Um, there's also like things around it in terms of like wanting students to like get behind the campaign and to like continue to like fight with staff which isn't something we've ever discouraged from our members it was our position as the exec and the ways in which we will offer support to our students that this was the stance that we had to take so answer your question yeah well it answers it well enough yes i should thank you very much for joining us here on lsr yes just very quickly um, in terms of help and support support yeah please visit the union website you can go to luu.org.uk if you go to strike action 2021 there's loads of q there's q a's there's frequently asked questions um any resources that you want to know about the strike so for people who don't know enough about the strike or want to know more or want some help and how to access our support services yes perfect we will stay open during strike action okay that's very important information actually thank you very much uh we're going to take a short break now and then we will be back with um others including some students and a representative of the ucu here on lsr welcome back to lsr uh you're listening to the strikes debate here uh we're going to be discussing the strikes now and everything to do with them um basically yeah get to the bottom of why they're happening what people need to know what impact it's going to have and uh, to be honest is it fair on students on staff all of it uh joining me to do that i have shola you are a journalism student here at the uni of leeds i am i'm in my second year now yeah and you are pro the strike i am pro strikes but i will have to say that the disruption caused to students is slightly an issue for me okay uh Izzy Broadhurst, Head of News at LSR. Yeah, and hello. Third year student, final year student. Yes, media communication. And you are anti-strike? Yes, generally. I am, I'm anti-strike. Again, have to sort of caveat and say, um, I do completely understand why staff feel the need. I support why staff are striking. I, I accept that they have bad working conditions and that things need to change, but I don't support the way they're changing them is to strike on students or yeah. student learning. Mm. And hopefully now joining us, we should have Alaric Hall, Treasurer of the UCU. So I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. So hopefully this will all work now. Um, we're just going to try and make sure that's all good. But um, you are Treasurer of the UCU Leeds branch. That is the... Um, the union which is striking at the moment, is that right? Right, so the university and college union is the trade union that represents uh, university uh, teachers and other kind of, you know, relatively highly paid staff across the whole country. And I'm the treasurer of the Leeds branch of that particular union. Yep, okay. I suppose we'll start there then. And we'll start with why you're striking, because there's a couple of reasons, isn't there? Would you mind going through those? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'll try not to make this too long. Um, 
The short answer is, on the one hand, pensions. Um, our pensions are being uh, reduced um, dramatically uh, or are under threat of being reduced dramatically. And then the other is what we're calling the four fights. So the four yeah. fights relate to pay, but um, in different respects. So there's pay equality. Women, for example, in the sector are paid roughly um, a fifth less than men. Um, there's workload, so we're doing a lot more hours than we're notionally paid for. Um, there is the actual amount that we're paid, which has fallen in real terms year on year since 2010. And finally, the fourth of the fourth, four fights is um, casualisation. Universities increased use of staff who are on short-term contracts instead yeah. of stable, reliable, permanent contracts. So if we're going to simplify it to the most basic of basic points, it's pensions and working conditions. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, you're at home today because you're on strike, which means you can't come onto the campus. Do you want to just explain yeah. a bit about the picket lines which are happening and what um, lecturers who are on strike are actually doing today? Because I think most of them probably aren't sat at home. Right. Oh, just doing nothing um, at least. Uh, no, well... We won't be doing nothing, but uh, yeah, crucially, lecturers are not working today. That does mean that we're not paid. Um, all the money that the university is not spending on our salaries over the next few days, we're hoping that the university will put into the student hardship fund. Um, they usually do, so, so that's good. Okay. Um, but you're right, that while we're on strike, we, we don't just sit around. Uh, we're trying to influence opinion uh, and bring about a resolution to the situation that we're in, which none of us is happy about. And so you're right, during the morning... Um, Today, tomorrow, uh, Friday morning, uh, striking staff will be standing around campus, picketing, um, being visible, holding up signs, talking to students and, and colleagues as they come onto campus, holding rallies, be being on the telly. Uh, so that's <laughs> what we've been up to. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that hardship fund there. Just explain a bit about that and how that works. Okay. So... Um, Crucially, uh, because I'm not being paid, the university is, you know, saving a day of my salary. Uh, what are they going to do with that money? And some universities just put it into the general kitty and maybe spend it on some more buildings. Um, that leads, we've got a good tradition, and leads UCU, my trade, trade union, always push this. We've got a good tradition of the university donating all of our unpaid pay to the Student Hardship Fund. That's a fund that students apply to in, you know, uh, difficult financial circumstances some of your listeners will have benefited from it in the past yeah okay that's good to know uh so your strike action is running from today until friday um obviously not everyone is affected but quite a lot of people are uh, you've also said that you the ucu are going to continue with short of strike action until may i believe just mm -hmm. what does that mean because a lot of people are quite confused by that will it impact students sure so um Right, so there's strike action where I just don't work, I withdraw my labour entirely. And then there's what's called action short of a strike, ASOS for short. And that can take many different forms. And we still don't know precisely what kinds of action short of a strike we might choose to take over the next six months or so. Uh, the reason why the figure is six months is that's the amount of time that the law has given us um, as uh, okay. uh, a legal period in which we can act on our on our vote to, to strike. So action short of a strike can just involve me only working 37 and a half hours a week, which is in theory the hours that I'm paid to do. I work a lot more hours a week. Yeah. So we might just, you know, work, work to 
to our theoretical um, uh, working week. But in theory, we could do things like a marking boycott, uh, which could affect students directly. Uh, we've discussed possibilities like refusing to use our own gadgets. So uh, for the last year and a half, the university has basically relied on us providing our own IT equipment a lot of the time. Um, maybe we'll say, okay, we'll work for you, but only if you actually provide us with the equipment yeah. that we need. Possibilities like that. That sounds very disruptive to me. If you're a student, a lot of students have come out in support of this strike and they've said it's only three days. I'm prepared to accept that damage in order to get these lecturers better working conditions. What do you say to those people who now go, hang on, this wasn't part of the deal. I might be getting lectures, but I'm probably not going to have my work marked as quickly. My my lecturer might not be able to answer emails at home if they're not going to use their own gadgets. I mean, it's it's not fair on students, is it? No, no, it's, it is not fair on students. And, um, and is your job not, are you not paid to, you know, look after and educate students? Yeah, not only am I paid to do it, I love doing it. It is like my, fa- literally my favourite thing that I do in a week um, is actually, you know, the teaching that, that I care so much about. So, you know, this, this is a huge and it's a complex issue. I'm not going to pretend for a moment that, um, that, that this is a fair or kind of, you know, neat situation. Um, obviously, I do think that the long-term well-being of the university is, um, as uh, we've already heard today, um, served by staff having good working conditions. So I do think long-term strike action could lead to better conditions for students. But in the short term, it's really painful for you guys. So and, why yeah. why do we deserve that? Why us? If I mean, Izzy here is in her final year. In fact, explain a bit about your situation and the disruption you've gone through previously. Yeah, so, I mean, listening to that, it does sound understandable. Like, I can see your point of view. I can see that, obviously, you don't want to strike. I don't think anybody wants to strike. And, obviously, ha- something has to be done because the conditions aren't a- acceptable. And, it, you know, what lecturers have to do is not okay um and something does need to change but um yeah i'm in my final year now so my first year i faced strikes in my first semester in second semester that was only a few days i was like okay a few days second semester it then became a two-week or three-week strike and then that immediately went into covid which obviously nobody saw coming however the result of that was i had about one lecture in semester two um and then obviously into second semester second year all online very different experience finally third year half back in person I've got dissertation I've got um you know hoping to get a first class degree at the end of it um and now more strikes and I think maybe I think Tom touched on it there it's three days okay yeah that's all right three days not crazy effect on my personal timetable I'm sure other people will be different but if three days doesn't achieve anything which right now I think three days how much is that going to achieve is that going to mean two weeks next semester? Is that going to go into a month? Is that then going to be, you know, these prolonged effects, which then if I can't meet my disc supervisor and get my mark, my work marked, then I'm not going to get a good mark on it. And it just feels very frustrating to constantly have these battles. I just want to have, I just want to go to uni. I just want to get my work done. And it's like always something there that's stopping that happening. And I think you're talking long term, obviously long term, yes, this does work, but students are only at uni for what, three, four years? It's not a long-term thing for current students. So we will not feel the benefits of any of this action. We will simply have the adverse effects. So I'll respond to that if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Um, 
So I'll, I'll pick up on a couple of small points, but I mean, everything you're saying is perfectly reasonable. I completely, uh, I completely accept that. It is worth emphasising, of course, that students do include postgraduate students who teach and we are fighting for their working conditions as well as the uh, conditions... We'll talk about staff. that later because I've got, that's a separate issue, okay. I think, here. Um, okay, but, you know, students in include a lot of different people with uh, a lot of different needs. So, um, okay, so putting that aside for a minute... Um, Fundamentally, the problem for us is that our pensions are under a massive threat now. Um, and that has been the case since, you know, 2018. So um, th this has been a long running um, and really painful um, uh, situation. And COVID has exacerbated, not ameliorated the problems that our pension fund is facing. So um, if we don't do something this year, then we will definitely just have dramatically or even more dramatically worse pensions than, than we're about to have. So in, in that sense, you know, one crisis, the pandemic, has exacerbated another crisis, leading to further crises and situations. So, you know, I, I really feel for you. Um, and, yeah, you, you, you guys have just not had... History has not been kind to your generation, it's, but nonetheless... It's all um, very well feeling sorry for someone, but at the end of the day, if you come out with a second-class degree or a 2-2 instead of a first because your lecturer's been striking, I don't think your employer cares that you've had a hard time. Uh, yes, that's a good point, and a question that follows from that is what will work lecturers do to ameliorate the impact that strikes have had after strikes are over? And in a good situation, we'll come out of this industrial action, we'll be happy with the negotiations that we've had with our employers, and we'll make up the teaching that, uh, that has been missed. We'll See, I've heard that that's not the case. It's the point of the strike is that if you're on strike, you do not catch up that work. And the, the, if you miss a seminar, that seminar is gone. You do not have a, a seminar later or in another week to catch up. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the stance that we're taking at the moment. What I'm saying is if there's a successful resolution to the okay. industrial action, because we've got to keep up the pressure on our employers. And fundamentally, if, if, we, if we go into the classroom and we do all our teaching um, and we just say, oh, I'm just not going to do any of the pointless admin that you make us do that doesn't actually help the running of the university, that's not going to put any pressure on our employers to bring about a resolution to the situation. Yeah, OK. Uh, Shona, I want to bring you in here. Hey, because... <laughs> I mean, you've been sat very quietly. It's honestly, there's been a lot to take in. This is definitely a it, like, a like, you know, like everyone said, this is not a neat issue. It really no, isn't. It's it very isn't. complicated. And I'm interested in your view because you're in second year. You're not in your final year. You've had a year of COVID. You've come in and you have strikes, but you support the strikes. Uh, why is that? So speaking from my experience, I do support the strikes. But again, like the idea of disruption after everything that, you know, people in my position have been through, particularly coming into university and starting higher education during the pandemic um, to lead to further disruptions down the line. It, it does sting. I would say it really does sting. Um, I think for me personally, and I think for some other students that the kind of pandemic was an opportunity to connect with lecturers and connect with staff. Everyone was kind of in the same boat, in yeah. it together. There was a lot of issues um, on either side. Staff were facing a lot of difficulties technically, you know, work conditions wise. Stress was just, you know, off, off the charts and so was it for students. So I think there was an opportunity to bond there and an opportunity to kind of reach a sort of parity and understanding. Um, on the other hand, I know a lot of students didn't feel like that. Um, some felt rather isolated from the staff. Some felt like there wasn't that connection made. So leading into strikes now, there isn't that sort of understanding or support. Um, I think 
that disruption at this time of year is particularly what people are upset about I think going into the Christmas period um, yeah. and having that lack of support I think a lot of people are worried and deadlines there's a lot of deadlines about at the moment isn't there exactly so for you a lot of people are saying the reason they don't support the strike is, a t- is it's a timing issue for you you recognise that but maybe you, you, you support the strike anyway I do agree that timing is an issue. I feel like the timing... I, I don't really know why. If, the, if there is an answer, why is this the timing? Why is it happening right now? Would it have affected the impact of the disruption had this been any earlier or later on in the year? I don't know. Maybe like someone can answer that. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, the timing is really the sting, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Alaric, did you have a response to that? Sure. I mean, you're exactly right. And that's why we strike now, fundamentally. I mean, I don't want to sound mean, um, but, uh, you know, if, if, if you're going to win industrial action, you have to cause disruption. And students are the most important thing about this university at all sorts of levels. Um, as I say, I do a lot of pointless admin in my life. Um, and if I don't do that admin, ultimately, the university won't care. Um, if I don't teach my students um, and if you guys are making a noise to the university and you're saying, we're not happy with this, we want you to resolve this problem, then I'm going to get the outcome that, that I'm looking for. So this, this is brutal, but it is politics. And um, yeah, that's why we choose disruptive moments to strike. We don't strike during the summer vacation. I guess you say it's, it's po- politics, and I think obviously it is politics, it's become so political, but for students, you know, students are paying nine grand a year, we chose to come to these unis, this is three years of our life, this isn't, you know, we didn't, no students don't just come to have a good time, they're paying a lot of money for this, and it's mm. definitely not political, because students, at university is such an important part of their life, it's their social groups, it's those connections, it's that support network, and taking that away for some for politics, it just seems sort of, it's obviously, you maybe feel like there is no other option, but for students it can feel quite, you know, like you've just been disregarded because your learning is is now just politics you you as a student are just a number you're just someone that has to be your experience your life has to be disrupted for a a gain that you're never going to see you're never going to see the benefits of this Hmm. i mean you're going to graduate and you're going to graduate into a workplace where you too will not always be happy with how your employer treats you and you too are going to have to make decisions about whether you stand up for yourself or not. And if we think back to last year during the pandemic, lots of students were uh, convinced to come to university uh, to take, you know, to rent accommodation for an education that wasn't going to be delivered in person. What did students do about that? Well, some of them started doing rent strikes. Manchester in particular were really dynamic about that. And it was because students applied that kind of pressure and for probably no other reason that universities then started to give rent rebates and to start to accept that they were not treating you well. So, you know, students stood up for themselves. Uh, They threatened to withhold their rent and that's potentially my income that students were threatening to not pay. Um, but it got you the, you know, the, uh, a relatively good outcome. Ultimately, though, in, with a rent strike, no lecturer was ever going to not be paid. We pay £9,250 a year for a service. We are not going to receive that service over the next three days and potentially for a much longer period of time. In any other walk of life, if you pay for a service and you do not receive that service, then... There are consequences. Where are the consequences here? Why do students have to put up with this? Yeah, I mean, the consequence for me is I'm not being paid. 
Um, so that, you know, you've I've, chosen I've that though. We haven't chosen to miss lectures. No, no, sure. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, you, you're, you're fundamentally right. Yeah, and it's because you guys are unhappy that you're going to be putting pressure on my employer to sort out a situation that is to a large extent of my employer's making. Okay. Um, yeah. Just on that then, who is it that you're speaking to with this strike? Is it the government? Is it employers? Is it, you know, your employers, the universities? Who is it? Yeah, and, and that's another reason why this strike is really complex. So um, not all UK universities belong to the same pension scheme. So uh, Leeds is part of a pension scheme that's under threat. Um, younger universities like Leeds Beckett are part of a different pension scheme, which is not... This is the USS scheme. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The university's superannuation... And uh, just scheme. for people who don't know, they're proposing a cut of 35% to your pensions, is that right? More or less. Yeah. I mean, there's debate going on about precisely what the figures a are. A significant drop. the figure we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, go on. Sorry, yeah, go on. No. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, where were we? Um, okay, so, so, so sorry, in, in terms of yeah. who I'm addressing, there's yeah. the USS pension scheme and the trustees of the pension. I want my employers to influence the trustees to get me a better pension. Okay. On the other hand, in relation to paying conditions, there is um, a body called UCEA, uh, the Universities and Colleges Employers Association. I hope I've remembered that right. Um, and they are negotiating with the union about pay and conditions. Okay, so there's multiple different groups here. Um, yeah. Izzy, I want to come to you here because I, m I mentioned it when we talked to Aisha earlier, but are lecturers ultimately not entitled to a decent living? And, you know, people say, that I've heard, one thing I've heard a lot, we've spoken to a lot of people about this, you, you know, tens of people, and a lot of people say their fight is our fight. Is that not true? Because better working conditions mean better education? Yeah, no, I do agree with that. And I think, you know, I've seen it just simply from, you know, watching lecturers, you know, they're at home and they've got maybe their baby in the other room and, you know, they've had to be stuck at home with the pandemic and you can see that they are stressed and you do feel for them. You know, this is their job, but they do so much more than they are paid for. And we students appreciate that because, you know, at all the effort, sometimes you'll get an email back at, you know, last thing on a Friday. I'm sure they don't want to be sending that email last thing on a Friday, but they're doing it to help students because they do want students to get a good education and, you know, I think a lot of lecturers do it because they love it and they do it because they want the best for their students. Um, so I do really empathise with that and I want lecturers to get fair pay. I want, I don't want, you know, pay inequality. I want them to get a fair pe pension. Um, but I just wish there was a way to do it that didn't mean I have to miss uni and students have to, you know, feel all the adverse effects. Like, I mean, I'm obviously the reason people are striking is because so far nothing else has worked but it's so frustrating that consistently it obviously hasn't worked yet because you strike you, you, you striked in my first year for three days that didn't work you then striked again for three weeks that didn't work you're striking again now for three days it seems to me that strikes don't work strikes have not had the effect you wanted them to have how long does it have to go that you strike before you realise this isn't, this isn't, or maybe it, you know, it's not working. There needs to be another method to get these changes. Alaric? Yeah, I mean, th those are really sensible questions, and I'd like to make two points in response. One is very broad, 
And my broad response is that if we can improve working conditions and pay and so forth in this sector, that forces up working conditions and pay in all other sectors too. Employers are competing for graduates and competing for recruits. And so what our economy does need, even Theresa May got to the point of saying this, um, what our economy does need is more organised labour in order to divert basically you know, money from shareholders and, and other interest groups into the pockets of workers. So um, our action, again, very long term, is going to benefit other workers across the economy, including students who graduate. Um, but, uh, oh no, no, what was it? Sorry, what was the other point I was going to make? I'm really sorry, uh, uh, Izzy. I've, About like strikes, I've lost strikes not working and, you know, there have been so many yeah. strikes and so far nothing has changed. So, sorry, thank you. I'm really glad you brought that up. I mean, I think you, you've really put your finger on something important and I share some of the same worries. Um, we have made some useful progress arising from these strikes. For example, if we hadn't been on strike in 2018, my pension would now look radically different from what it does. I still have what's called a defined benefit pension, where I'm promised a certain stable income in retirement. The university sector wants to get rid of that kind of stable income. So we've succeeded in protecting that. And likewise, we've started to bring about a culture change in universities where management recognise that they've pushed casualisation too far and they're starting to make the right noises about fixing it. So we have improved things through these strikes, but I share your worry that we're in a bit of a kind of war of attrition situation. And I, like, Frank, like in 2017, we had three days of strike and it was a huge deal, right? Um, in 2018, we had 14 days of strike and it was unheard of. It was the longest strike ever in UK higher education. And I'm worried that the, the sector has started to get used to this and when so I share some of your concern. Okay, so if the, if the sector's getting used to it, if you're going to continue to strike and strike and strike, when does this end? Or do we just, you know, are, are our kids going to be going through these same strikes for the same issues? Because ultimately, nobody listens to them, however disruptive they are. And you can't get more disruptive than literally failing to do the thing you're paid to do. Um... We don't know. We literally don't know. Uh, I, you know, I wish I could see the future and in 10 years we'll be able to look back on this and either go, it's brilliant that they struck in 2021, that really paid off, or we might go, oh no, you know, ultimately it didn't work. Of course, what's probably going to happen is we're going to have some negotiated outcome where no one gets everything they want, but everyone gets, you know, better than nothing. That's, that's the usual outcome and that's what we're pushing for. I mean, for. I know you don't have a crystal ball, but when when do you think that could be do you think we're going to see that after this first bout of strikes or is it going to be a longer term thing um i would be very surprised if we don't go on strike again in semester two and you know that's not going okay. to be good news for you guys it's not good news for me either so, just, um, um, not good news <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say how do you feel about that obviously you're like supporting the strikes now would you support a strike in second semester how do you feel about the idea of strikes yeah. continuing there's something i actually really really want to highlight about student support in the strikes. Um, I did some research and the National Union of Students actually found that 73% of students said that they do support uni staff taking part in this campaign and strike action. And over two thirds would be willing to take part yeah. in some sort of action to actually you know, strike a fairer deal um, to support staff. The other thing I want to highlight is that this is the same education system that has you know, caused problems for students and staff alike. This is the same system that's, you know, rife of inequality, issues with access, fairness, and it's hard, I think, for students to again be taking the brunt of these measures because 
there's only so much that we can like do to actually keep the faith in terms of like actually trying to keep going with our educations in terms of like things in the light of the pandemic um and and looking forward to what sort of action can be made like as you said yeah. it when when will this end when what sort of how what what is going to actually work will the strikes actually work because we have been doing it again and again how long would you support them for i mean i know it's a hypothetical question but you know if this carries on to january february are you going to continue to support or is the disruption going to be too much it's going to have to i'm honestly again like no crystal ball i would have to see because as a student i'm, I'm also actually like in with with disability services i've got yeah. um issues i have adhd and i struggle with keeping on top of my work as it is for students like us we're just even more affected because we can't access support there's less kind of room to even ask questions to, to talk to lecturers and it to be pushed out again and again it does hurt I, I i really do wish that with this strike and with other strike action there was a bit more collaboration between staff and students if there was more kind of that's such a good point like yeah that you're striking for your for staff but why aren't you striking for student needs you know students that there's so many issues with inequality for students there's so many you know people aren't getting the funds they need people haven't why why isn't part of your demands better services for students better you know what i yeah i hadn't thought of that why is that not part can of it? i just then add to have that. student support mm. yeah definitely there is a lot of feeling around the of the people we've spoken to that it's not fair not because they don't agree with your demands but because no lecturer ever speaks up for a student it's only ever one way hello that, I mean, it's interesting for me to hear, and I definitely feel like, I mean, it's, it's not just what I feel, it's just obvious that we are not, we staff are not in touch with our students to the degree that we were before the pandemic. Um, you know, all of our relationships have been battered by this. Um, I, I do spend a lot of time standing up for my students, but it may not always be obvious to my students that that's the process Publicly, though, because I know, a lot, I, I doubt there is any... Um, member of university staff who thinks that students have had it all brilliant in the last 18 months, two years. Sure. But how many of them are on the Parkinson steps protesting? How many of them are publicly saying, you know what, enough is enough, this isn't fair? My trade union, the universities and college union, opposes student fees. Um, it has been really clear that the government should have done more to support students during the pandemic, um, in including in relation to... Um, rent and rent rebates. Uh, the General Secretary of my union has been there at parliamentary committees uh, making the case for students and working very closely with um, uh, the National Student Union. So okay. as a union we, we defend a lot of um, positions you know that, that our students would cherish and we're one of the, the only national voices that's doing that work, us and NUS. I want to talk a bit about time. We are running out of time very fast, but just quickly, Izzy, a lot of people have said the timing is a problem with this strike, but they also say they support the right to strike. How do you square those? Because how can you say I support the right to strike, but not when it affects me or not at this time because I've got deadlines? Isn't the whole point that it disrupts those deadlines? Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I can understand why the strike is now because this is the busiest time of the semester um, and people have deadlines and, you know, it's... It, it's understandable why the timing has to come and I think you know it is it's, it is obviously that is a bit of an issue you know if you can you support strikes in September when it doesn't really affect you well maybe yes because you know people the reason people the reason I don't support strikes is because it's affecting students so if it wasn't affecting me I'd probably support them um 
so it is yeah that is you know that's quite a selfish yeah. perspective but I feel like it is kind of got to the point you have to be selfish in this because it, it seems like nobody else is looking out for students you kind of have to just look out for yourself so yeah um it does kind of what, what it, I think I think it, like after the past year I think it's getting very like you know one must have to look after themselves because it honestly again like after everything that happened with you know the pandemic it there was such a feeling of like loneliness as a student like such a feeling of being like unsupported for for the longest time um especially I, I was a first year last year and it was completely like I had no idea what I was really going into um but with being able to square that idea of supporting the strikes yet trying to you know look after look after and protect your own education I think there isn't really a way to square that no. you know how how would you go about that I think it's hard for students because I again like I'm, I'm I can't just like speak for myself I'm trying to you know think about the general kind of consensus here but I don't know there's a, almost like an expectation or it's hard to make that assumption that all students are going to understand these issues that all students are going to actually yeah. like be fully aware of the brunt of what lecturers are facing um and how it's affecting them as well as students so I, I can understand why some people are really coming out against it um in terms of the timings and everything like that but I don't know there's really yeah. no there's no straight answer I think is there it's, it's so hard because university is such a personal experience you go to university on your own for your own qualification and at the end of the day I'm here to get my qualification that's going to be on my CV for the rest of my life you know if and you can't change I can't, it I can't, nobody cares yeah, about the circumstances at the end of the day yeah. like I really do feel for the staff but it, I have to look for my qualification that's going to be with me for the rest of my life and I want everything I, I want to do everything I yeah. can do to I get think that's fair that. I do think that's fair I, I, I can't say that's not fair more broadly then if we're going to talk about that has you know within the pandemic but also just within the last 10 years the cuts uh, that we've seen mm. has every sector not been hammered Be and I'll, I'll put this to each of you because if you're a doctor or a nurse you've worked probably non-stop for two years you've seen you've probably had colleagues get ill colleagues die potentially around you they've not gone on strike they've cut their heads down they've received you know a small pay rise but it is a small one and you know probably not not as much as they deserve but you know the point what i'm trying to make here is that everyone has been hammered whatever sector you're in hospitality you know nhs whatever it may be why are lecturers why are uni staff different because they as far as i know are one of the first groups to go on strike or you know on a large scale what makes that different uh alaric would you mind coming in on that no, I'd be delighted to. In lots of ways, we're not different. So, you know, a couple of years before the pandemic, I know a couple of years is a long time in terms of the length of a BA, but in terms of the economy, it's, it's a, you know, it's not long. So a couple of years before the pandemic, there was that massive strike by junior doctors. So, you know, people who come out of university within about 10 years of graduation, they had a huge strike. There was a huge strike by lawyers um, uh, around 2018 at the time when this particular dispute that I'm in at the moment started. Um, people in the professional classes basically have been unionising and striking more recently. Um, with the particular issues that we're dealing with right now, yes, okay, we're on strike right after the pandemic and healthcare staff may not be at this moment. Um, but this is a long-running dispute. You know, all this got started before the pandemic and we're still trying to save a pension. Post-pandemic, though, I go back to my previous point, has everyone not been hammered and why are lecturers different? Um, okay, so I'll just give you another answer to that. I mean, we're well-organised. Um, not all so sectors is... are. And 
So it's more a question of who shouts the loudest, in a way. Um, in a sense, I mean, one of the positive things in our economy over the last few years has been people like De Deliveroo riders starting to unionise. We've got renters unionising through um, organisations like Acorn. You guys, as you kind of graduate and move into the economy, are really going to benefit from that range of um, trade union action. And yeah, university and college union is a well-organised union that's well-focused and willing to fight its corner. And as I say, other sectors of the economy are going to benefit if we can keep our working conditions up. OK, we are rapidly running out of time, so I want to talk about postgraduate students because they are obviously in quite a difficult position where you are a student, but at the same time, a lot of them are paid to teach. And so some of them are striking, some of them are not. Um, I want to talk to you about one particular experience I've had here. And uh, I don't know, maybe, Shola, I'll come to you on this first. I've got a postgraduate student who I speak to who teaches, but is also studies and they've said they're not going on strike first of all they asked their class first of all whether they were wanted them to strike or not they came out as a in a narrow majority no but he said the what decided it for them was that the people in their school their department didn't even know their name like that it, they want them to stand in solidarity with them but they don't know their name and, you know, they don't pay any attention to them. This was of the postgraduate student? Yeah. Wow. It's, 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 what, what do you think of that situation? If you were in their shoes, what would you do? Honestly, if I was in those shoes, I think it would be it would be really hard. I think there's a, like a level of respect, like, with all of this. There's a level of respect between, you know, unions and, and, and universities, a level of respect between students and staff. And I think that is at the core of actually everything that is done. Like... Alaric said, you know, you love, you said you love this job, you love what you do. And I think that you deserve respect for that. So if I was that postgraduate student, I can understand why they'd be in that situation. I would understand. Yeah. Alaric? Uh, I think if I was a postgraduate student and I felt that no one in my department knew my name, I would like to think that would encourage me to go on strike because that is symptomatic of the kind of culture that the union is trying to. Uh, resist. Hmm. But it would be a fair point, you know, as a trade union rep in my own department over the last couple of years, it's been very hard for me to juggle all the stuff I have to do, keep up with all the ad adaptations to the pandemic and try to get to know new postgraduate students when there's no physical forum to do it in. So that sense of disconnection, I, I do really sympathise with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know the union, LUU, obviously not here anymore, uh, but they said in their statement about postgraduates that they recognise their needs and that whilst they support the strike, they are very much aware of the conditions that they face and um, they recognise how hard it is for them. Uh, OK, we are rapidly <laughs> running out of time. So uh, my final question to you all, I guess, is... What can we do if not a strike? Izzy, we'll come to you first. If not a strike, what can lecturers do? Would what can students do to end this? If anything, is there anything you think we, they could do to minimise this disruption? Yeah, I mean it is really hard. Obviously, people have come to a strike because they feel it's the only option. Um, I'd like to think it's not the only option. I'd like to think there is other avenues people can go down. I don't know whether that's you know appealing, uh, you know uh, petitioning. Uh, emailing the uni, getting students, uh, just simply asking students. I think a lot of this is mm. you want student support and you're doing this 
so students put pressure on the union. I think if you'd have just asked students to put pressure on the union, a lot of them would have done that. I don't think it's yeah. you don't. I don't think you had to force students to support you. Um, which I think is maybe a bit of an um, oversight. I think a lot of students are with staff. And if you'd have simply said, could you use this email template and go ten, send this to your, our, our chancellor, I think students would have just done that. So I, don't, I think that simply just having a conversation with students, putting it's all about respect, having that mutual respect, talking to students, talking to each other, and just asking what you want us to do to help you without disrupting our learning, you probably would have achieved quite a lot, to be honest. I'd have to really strongly agree with that. Um, I side completely with you, Izzy. Like I said before, I feel that everyone's in the same boat here. We are all wanting the same kind of conditions. As a student, I have the utmost respect for all of my lecturers. I really, really appreciate everything that they've done for me. Like you said, just emailing, you know, at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. Of course, they, you know, that's not ideal. But every single thing that I've received from, from this uni in terms of the quality and, and the care that's gone into my learning... I really respect that. So I feel that if there was that kind of like actual avid collaboration between students and staff on this issue, I think it may have it may have been a little surprising to see how many students would have come out in support and would actually mobilise and, and kind of advocate on your behalf. Yeah, students can be quite a powerful force when you put them to the use. They're <laughs> <laughs> certainly not quiet. Would you like no. to shout? Yeah. yeah. Shirley, just quickly, you said you got massive respect for your lecturers has that waned this week with everything that's gone on or do you kind of see it as a separate issue i i i it hasn't waned at all because it's undeniably you know upsetting and actually wrong the conditions and the pensions and the cuts like that are being made towards like you know what's going on with with staff um so my respect for them hasn't waned i understand their situation i just wish it didn't pan out this way okay alaric what can be done yeah, and I, I think Izzy made a really uh, important and uh, inspiring point. And as I say, I do feel like we are out of touch with our students in ways that we weren't before the pandemic. So that's that's very valuable. Um, whether you're feeling comfortable with the strike action or not, I'd really encourage you to email the Vice-Chancellor, vice-chancellor at leeds.ac.uk and say, you know, you've got some power in this situation. Do try and work on this. But also picking up on Izzy's point, I'd really encourage you to ask any of your tutors are you on a permanent contract? Many of them will be, and that's great. And some of them won't be. And, you know, I'd really encourage you to put in your student feedback forms at the end of modules or write to heads of school and say, I've got this brilliant tutor. Why are they not on a permanent contract? Why are you not investing in this person who was themselves a student, you know, not so long ago? Um, so, yeah, that's a, a, an avenue that people might take. Yeah, lots and lots of issues and lots and lots of things to discuss but i think we covered pretty much everything uh, i just want to say a big thank you to everyone so aisha who's here earlier alaric shola is he thank you all so much for joining me it's genuinely been quite productive so i'm glad that, about that a uh, word on what we've got coming up is he uh, we've got an episode of the latest coming out on strikes haven't we and yes picket lines and yeah we're sending someone from the podcast team down tomorrow to go and have a look see what's going on uh we just spoke to the lord mayor that's going to be going up soon as well um and we're going down to parliament next week so we will be <laughs> reporting from the corridors of the house of commons wow. um and speaking to an mp there so make sure you uh subscribe and listen out for that yep loads to come i've been tom and this has been lead student radio news